Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today is Monday, November the 2nd of 2020, day 307th of the year, and only 59 days left remaining so that's kind of the cool part going on there so there you go and just in case hopefully you survived your weekend you had a grand time during halloween of course doing the social distancing aspects as you were supposed to be doing um you know having some cool times there because that's always important anyways we're broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida so there you go that's what we got going on you could be streaming us anywhere currently safetyfm.com safetyfm.live the different safety fm apps that are available, of course, or if you're listening to us a little bit later in the day, you might be listening to us via podcast, and that's okay, too, so we don't take it any way, any form, whatever. What we prefer for you to do is hang out on the radio station, but hey, if that's not the option, I understand. You have to get to do whatever you can and getting to hang out with us, so cool. Glad that you're here. So in case you have not heard, today's Monday of an election week, because I'm sure, you know, you didn't make those sequences didn't occur over the weekend. Nobody referenced that at all or anything along those lines. So this might be totally new information. So you, as you are aware, tomorrow will be the day of the election for here in the United States of America. So there you go. If you're interested in participating, if you haven't participated already, this is what I ask. 
Don't care who you vote for, just vote, blah, blah, blah. You know, the typical stuff that I'm going to tell you. But, you know, just make sure that you make some time tomorrow and do that. So we'll we'll have something special for tomorrow on the Jay Allen Show, just in case, because I know it is election day. Anyways, let's take it from the very top. Let's talk about the different things that happened over the weekend via hashtag. So if you're not familiar with the show, with the way that it works is the layout of the land goes something like this. We have some professional broadcasters come in, give us some news stories on what's going on, and then I take over and tell you all about my malarkey that's going on inside of the world. And then we tell you right before we get you into our feature news stories. Um, that way we can get you the information on who's actually out and about and doing some different things. So that's kind of important. So let's give you the hashtags of what was trending over the weekend because this is going to be important. So as you can imagine, over the weekend, first one that was actually trending via hashtag was Halloween. Was trending Saturday with social media users posting photos of their costumes. Others used the hashtag to warn people to stay home and avoid spreading COVID-19. So there you go. That actually took place too. On some sad news, this hashtag made it over the over the weekend as well. Hashtag Sean Connery was flooded social media Saturday following the news of his death at 90 years old. Many mentioned their favorite of their favorite of the late iconic roles in the film, such as The Hunt of Red October, The Rock, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and of course the the movies that the man made, Bond, James Bond. So there you go. In honor of what would have been the 70th birthday of Saturday's John Candy Day, swept Twitter on Prime as Minister Justin Trudeau tweeted about the day sharing while the actor has been gone for 26 years. He's still making us laugh, Trudeau noted. Candy's Toronto roots in his post. So there you go, John Candy. You know, there's a lot of cool movies. I love Uncle Buck, and I know that's not one of most people's favorites. But man, I loved that movie when I was when I was a child. Some fun stuff there, for sure. Anyways, let's continue real quick. And the last hashtag that was making the trench was Thanksgiving. Took over Twitter on Sunday as users started gearing up for the holiday season. And many pointed out that while some already are decorating for Christmas, there's still one more holiday to go. Yeah, some people tend to forget that, want to jump into, you know, what's important, cool, and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyway, so that's what's going on in this section right now of what is happening with the with the stories. So let's do the traditional and let's get you into some feature story news. And that way we can get you rolling. Here is the news on the Radio R Safety Show. Well, sometimes as live radio stations work and don't work, things From do. From Feature Story oh, News in go. London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The U.S. election is into its final day of campaigning. Joe Biden's warning he won't allow President Trump to steal the election amid reports the president plans to declare victory on Wednesday, even before crucial postal votes are counted in some battleground states. Simon Marks reports from Washington. Election week dawns here with a growing sense of foreboding. Shops, offices and businesses in the centre of Washington have all been boarded up for fear of angry protests over the election's outcome. President Trump is expressing fury with a Supreme Court decision that will allow postal votes to be counted days after voting ends. On Twitter and in person, he defended a group of his supporters who tried to run Joe Biden's campaign bus off the road in Texas. They were protecting his bus yesterday. Because they're nice. The FBI is investigating. The Biden campaign says it's no laughing matter. The Democrats' candidate insists he will not allow the president to steal the election and he will call for all postal votes to be counted. 
American intelligence whistleblower Edward Snowden supplied to become a Russian citizen. The former National Security Agency employees lived in Russia since 2013, as Julia Chapman reports from Moscow. Edward Snowden and his wife Lindsay Mills are expecting their first child. In a tweet, the former security contractor said in order to ensure he can't be separated from his son, he is applying to become a Russian citizen. Snowden says he will retain his American passport. In October, the couple received indefinite leave to remain in Russia after nearly seven years in the country. Snowden fled from the U.S. in 2013 after leaking information about surveillance methods of U.S. intelligence agencies. Johnny Depp has lost a libel case against The Sun after the British newspaper described him as a wife-beater. The court in London refused to award the Hollywood actor compensation for damage to his reputation following the trial. Benji Hire has the details. The judge's long-awaited ruling was published online on Monday morning, more than three months since the High Court hearing finished in late July. Johnny Depp had sued The Sun's publisher, News Group Newspapers, and its executive editor over an article published in the paper that originally described Mr Depp as a wife-beater. To win the case, newsgroup newspapers relied on a defensive truth. That means it had to prove the story was substantially accurate on the balance of probabilities. The actor has always denied claims he was violent towards Amber Heard in any way. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson will say there is no alternative to a new national lockdown for England when he delivers a statement to the House of Commons later. He'll tell MPs coronavirus-related deaths could be twice as high during the second wave compared to the first peak. The opposition Labour Party says it will support the new four-week lockdown from Thursday, but also says it's come too late. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, there you go. Some interesting news going on around in the world here. But let's talk about some interesting stuff there. Uh, definitely the Johnny Depp case is interesting. So good to hear. I don't know. Is it good to hear? Bad to hear? No Amber Turd for sure. So that's important. And then the other portion right there as well is talking about the new potential lockdown that will be taking place inside of the UK. So that will be interesting as well to hear as things do move on and how time changes and how things will go differently inside of the world so that's something to think about as we do move forward here anyway so what do you think about when you hear about all this glorious new and strange news and all the fun stuff that you hear that comes about and things that are changing anyways let's continue and let's talk about some other stuff and let's take it from the very top of the shit list and that way we can cover what's going on inside of the world of news an american was rescued by the elite seal team six after being abducted last week in Niger. the rescue involved cooperation of the u.s and Niger and nigeria governments to quickly get the to get Philip Walton, 27, before he was moved, the counterterrorism says told ABC News that all the captors were were dead before they knew what happened. Walton, who lives with his wife and a young daughter in on a farm near Malinda, was kidnapped from his own backyard after 
assailant asked him for money. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. So hold on. You did hear that. They were dead. Dead. D-E-D. Just kidding. Uh, but they were dead. And the D-E-D reference is a spawn reference, just in case. Um, so they were dead before they knew what hit them. That's crazy. I mean, you normally don't hear stuff like that. I mean, you hear some stuff, but you don't hear they were dead, dead, or dead. They were dead. They didn't know what happened because they were dead. You know, it's really a severe case of dead, dead, dead. <laughs> As they talk about it. So there you go. Some interesting things there. For sure, you know, plan for whatever. I don't I, I don't even know what to say on that story, but it's interesting. Effective today, Michigan bars, restaurants, and other gathering venues will be required to keep on file each customer's name and phone number to expand the contact tracing efforts. If not, Okay, if not, uh, let's see. It's not, uh, well, how can I say this without it sounding terrible? It's, you know, they're just trying to do the best measures possible for contact tracing. I don't know if that's kind of realistic because who's going to be responsible for that thing? And I have to tell you, damn it, I hate when I get caught. Um, I got left a love note in this one, so I had to make sure that I didn't say it um, out loud. So that's why I was like, uh, 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 uh. you know, the stuff that they're not supposed to tell you on what happens behind the scenes. Well, baby, I just did. So there you go. <laughs> Run with it. Anyways, England is on lockdown. As you just heard, Prime Minister's Board Johnson announced the lockdown Saturday, explaining that it will run through December the 2nd or longer if the virus infection rates don't fall quickly enough. With their new restrictions, bars and restaurants can only offer takeout because they don't want you to leave your phone number. Oh, no, sorry. Not essential shops must close and people will only be allowed to leave their homes for a short list of errands, salons, gyms, golf courses, pools, bowling alleys, bowling alleys. What? How's that crucial? Uh, all must. OK, all must close. Unlike the first lockdown, however, schools will remain open. England death tolls hit about 46,700 people with over 1 million confirmed cases over the weekend. So there you go. Lot of stuff going on there. Now, I will tell you, as we have recently launched in the UK um, with safetyfm.uk, it's been interesting seeing some of the things that are coming about. Now, keep in mind that we're still keeping trace and track of everything that's going on inside of the UK, but there has been some people extremely pissed off about the lockdown. I'm not saying that anybody should be happy about it, but, you know, it is what's going on at the moment. So that's that's another case there for sure. So we're talking about that. And some people are extremely upset. Some people that we even reached out to for potential host, man, they, they're pissed off at the world, man. And I get it. I mean, especially if you run your own business, it's it's rough. It's some rough stuff going on. And it's this is not these are unknown times for most of us and exactly how all this stuff is supposed to be handled and moved and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but take a look at it and go, okay, is what's occurring right now is what's best for you and the fam. And some people will fight both sides. Well, yes, from a health perspective, but people say from a money perspective, it's terrible. At least some of the postings that I'm seeing. And now let me now let me get the story straight here because I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. Twitter and Facebook and all this other social media stuff, that's not the ones that are going to tell me exactly what's going on. I can only go based by based on some of the posts 
that I'm seeing. That's what I'm sharing with you of people from inside of the UK. Of course, like I always say, if you're interested in wanting to share what you have to say, come on by. We'll take you on and see what we can do and help share your story. Anyways, Tropical Storm Eta is expected to become a hurricane strength today. The storm formed in the Caribbean and will likely impact Central America areas, Honduras, Nicaragua, later this week. The latest storm tied to the record of the most named storms at 28 in a single Atlantic hurricane season. So there you go. What is going on, man? 2020. You know, we talk about it. We we reference it. We say this, we say that, but man, what is going on? Earthquakes, pandemics, hurricanes, <sighs> economic disaster. I mean, wow, what a year. Now, here's the interesting part. Let's kind of just not say the, the cup's half empty. There's supposedly been more technological advances over the last few months than what it would normally take most people to do in 10 years because of everything's going on. Now, let's just be realistic. How many professionals are there right now that know how to use a Zoom conference call? How many people are out there now that are doing podcasts, that are doing live stream, that are trying to become adaptable to the environment that's with them? So is there some good that's come out of it? Yes. Does this suck that the only way that you and I get to talk for the most part is via this shit? Yeah, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I love going out and hanging out with the peeps. But think about it. Think about some of the stuff that you've learned. And yeah, this is, and I'm not talking about what you've learned in regards to how bad this shit sucks about being locked up. But what's going on? Like, realistically, what is going on? You have to look at this and go, okay, we have advanced as humans in technology and so on so far. And that stuff's important. So let's not pretend like it's not, because it is. Is it where we want to be? Probably not. Duh. But at least it's taking us to places further down the path. Hopefully, you know, we don't end up with that whole avatar thing that you're stuck in an avatar walking around but yeah that might be watching too many movies that's for sure you are listening to something magical (laughs) you're listening to the rated r safety show okay nestle recently finalized a deal to acquire freshly the u.s-based meal delivery service for about 950 million dollars that could be an additional 550 million paid if freshly hit certain growth targets, according to the announcement. The company is projected to make about $430 million in sales each year. So hold on. Let's let's get let's get the story straight. I might need to go back to business school for a moment. I thought that if you were gonna sell something, you were supposed to sell it at the evaluation of five times of what you thought it was going to generate in a year. So if my math does not actually get me correct here, so if you say $430 million and you're supposed to do that times five, something tells me that um, $950 million is not the number. So let's do it at 1.4 here, 1.4 billion. We're still not close. You're a little bit shorthanded. But did you do you think that the people at Freshly said, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic. This might be the time to bow out. And bow out and make some good dough, don't get me wrong. Or are they still in business? They were just acquired, and that's it. They're still going to be business as usual. But 
what kind of numbers are you going to have to hit post-pandemic, middle of pandemic, to get that additional 550? That's going to be my question. Hey, it's okay for us safety people to talk about money. It's okay. Some people get all weirded about, weirded out about it. I look at it and go, I don't think that safety pros have, you know, enough conversations for this about what's going on. Now, let me tell you this. I think that sometimes what ends up taking place is because safety professionals don't talk about what should be going on in regards of money in particular, that some safety pros are extremely underpaid for what they do. And that's for sure. And I see that a lot in the transportation business. I'm going to tell you that because there's not a really a value that people look at it. Now, I, I think it's funny. I also have seen the other side of equation where there are some safety pros that think that they're worth way much more than what they ever should be paid. Like staying at home, making almost two, $200,000 and working remote because you like to scream and shout. Maybe that's not, you know, that maybe that's not the gig, but some people think they're worth close to that. So good for them. Um, so anyways, <laughs> don't know where I was going with that. I'm sure there was some ending destination about that, but at the, when it's all said and done, it's okay to talk about money. Just don't be rude about it. It's totally something different to say. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue. Those planning to travel to New York will be required to take coronavirus tests before coming and, again, four days after entering the state. Governor Andrew Cuomo stated that the new orders affect residents who traveled outside of the state for more than 24 hours and everyone wanting to visit. New Yorkers who left the state for less than 24 hours do not need to test before returning, but must test after re-entering. An opt-out option is allowed, but the traveler will then be required to quarantine for 14 days. The mandate does not apply to New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts. So there you go. Some more stuff. Some more stuff going on right there for sure. So I don't know. What do you think about this? I'll tell you, I'm in a weird state, and that's cool, um, where they're treating it like business like usual. And I don't know if that's weird or if that's good or if that's bad, but there's no weird requirements like there used to be in regards if you come into the state, if you're coming from anywhere else. So I don't know. A lot of, like, I would be fearful to go visit friends and families in different states that I know because of where I've been. And not that I've been anywhere. I mean, because I'm here in this state. Nothing against it. I like it still. Anyways, let's continue. What started out as a peaceful gathering and those at the USA Freedom Rally in Beverly Hills soon turned violent after a group of protesters showed up and attacked a pro-Trump member. The rally, which was organized to support multiple Republican California congressional candidates, was met with anti-Trump protesters and SWAT members who tried to keep the two groups separated over the weekend. The Beverly Hills Police Department has been on full alert after... Alert with the upcoming election. They are linking up with other law enforcement person, personnel and private security companies ahead of election day. Business in the BH or Beverly Hills boarded up in preparation for those potential unrest. So let's talk about that because we've heard it already twice in a couple of news stories. So I think that this might be a subject to talk about now. Duh. Duh. 
So, what do you think about this whole thing that you keep on hearing that there's going to be some craziness tomorrow night? Because is tomorrow night really the big night? Like, do you expect there to be some kind of a reading by tomorrow? We did not know the presidential winners for certain before midnight on certain election night. So let's talk about it. 1960, 1968, 1976, 2000, 2004, and 2016. No one should pretend there would be anything historically unusual if we don't know who the winner is by the end of the evening tomorrow. I don't even think we're going to know it within the first week, but hey, whatever. That's just my thought. Um, So I don't know. What are you thinking about the whole thing? Or do you think come Wednesday, everybody's going to know? I don't know. I hope I'm wrong and it doesn't take a long time. But I will tell you, I've been watching over what happened back in 2000 here in good old Florida when Gore and Bush were running against each other. Bush and Gore, Gore the Bush, I don't know. Bush the Gore. There's a lot of things to talk about. There was a lot of weird things that occurred back then. And so I don't know if I'm recapping and going back into history and taking a look at these things because I'm expecting something entirely crazy tomorrow, or if I'm just doing it because I'm quite the historian. I don't know. I like documentaries. I like looking at stuff. But, man, it's good. I think it's going to be some fun times tomorrow, regardless of who of who wins. It's going to be interesting to see. And I, I'm just wondering if everybody's preparing for the best-case scenario, or are they preparing for the worst-case scenario? Because, you know, there are both extremes. And some people are just not going to care. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens after it's announced who won. Like, legitimately announce who won. I don't want a candidate going up there saying, I won without them winning. Because, you know, that's probably going to happen, too. I think we would. I think we would. No, 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 no. God, I already feel like I'm talking too much about politics already, and we haven't even made it into the swamp yet. Anyways, animal control officers in Montclair, New Jersey, were called to rescue a deer with a Halloween decoration stuck around its head. Responding officers managed to capture the animal in a net and then were able to free the doe. From the plastic pumpkin. Once free, the deer failed to um, frail. The deer frailed and kicked so much that she was able to break out of the netting on her own. So there you go. As you can see, they're out there trying to do everything, including for deers. I didn't say venison. I said deers. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a majority of Americans think cooking this year's Thanksgiving meal will be twice as stressful, according to a new survey. The survey conducted by one poll on behalf of HelloFresh also showed that 18% of 2,000 respondents said they'll be looking for their own feast for the first. They'll be cooking their own feast for the first time this year since they will not be traveling to see family 55 percent reported that feeling stressed about the feeling stressed about the thought of venturing out gathering ingredients the big meal over the fear that they will catch the virus and infect others in their family meanwhile one in ten americans said they'll be skipping thanksgiving festivities although this year due to altogether this year due to covid 19 
So what do you think? What are you doing? Like, really, what are you doing? No, no, no. What are you doing? No, what I'm asking is, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Are you, are you staying? Are you, are you cooking? Are you locking it up? I have to tell you, I've heard that Popeye's fried chicken is actually doing the deep fried turkey. I've been tempted by that. No lie there. But I don't know. I think it's going to be some strange times. I mean, there was a weird mandate that came out of California over the weekend. Was how you were only allowed to have a party for X amount of time, how many different households could be associated, how the people had to remain outside. It was some weird stuff. And, you know, I know that people are doing what they think that's in the best interest for the community for the most part. Um, but I don't know. Some people say that, you know, now you're trying to tell me how to live. So you think you can tell me how to what to say. You think that you're better. Oh, no, that's, 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 a, that's a theme song for something. So I don't know. A lot of stuff to talk about. Think about. And what are you going to do? I don't know. Thanksgiving's cool. I mean, I'm kind of normally happy with a pumpkin pie and a chocolate pie. A little bit of turkey, not too much. Maybe a little bit of stuffing. And we can call it a day. We can call it a day. So I don't know. Is it a big deal to you? Yeah, it gets to hang out with, with your fam. That's cool. Some friends or Friendsgiving or whatever the hell they call it. But then the other portion that you look at is, okay, you get stuffed, you watch some football, you pass out. Hang out with some family. What are you going to be thankful about this year? You're going to be thankful that you're still alive? You're going to be thankful that you have a roof over your head? I mean, there's so many different things to talk about that people can be thankful for, but some people are going to be not happy, and understandably so with everything going on this year. So I want to know what it's going to sound like. A lot of conversation pieces, of course. Don't want to just leave it as, whatever, whatever, because that's not the case. But start thinking about it. Even if you lost everything this year, you should be thankful. And I mean, I don't know. We're still alive. That's the important part. And some things, I mean, things could be much worse. And they're not. And things have not been perfect for a lot of us. But I look at it and I go, how can we advance how can we be thankful and still grateful for everything that's going on? I know it's difficult. It's a difficult conversation. Some people have lost businesses. People have lost worth financially. Some people have lost some, you know, some crazy stuff out there. But what can we be thankful for overall? Maybe that's the question to start thinking about. Rough times, for sure. I've won most of the biggest cases in this state. And because of that, people think I'm out of reach for them. But the fact is that Figer Law takes on all kinds of cases, big and small. No one else tries more auto cases than us. We get results and no one pays until we win. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the 225,000 couples who were forced to postpone their weddings because of the coronavirus now own billions in loans they took out for finance. Out on, well, hold on, to finance their celebration according to literally. The amount averages about 16,500. 
$100 per couple. According to the data from the night, 93% of people or cu- couples in the U.S. made the decision to postpone their weddings and celebrations this spring and summer. You took out a loan for your wedding? What the? F- what the? What the? What? Seriously. You can have a celebration of your love <laughs> and it doesn't have to make, you know, you don't have to have a loan. You could probably do something you could afford. Why start off in debt? Who the hell wants to do that, man? That's crazy. I took a loan out for my, for my wedding. $16,500. Then you postponed it. Did you get any of that stuff that you had to prepay for or the deposits back? I just wonder. I don't know. Weren't they saying also that po- that during the pandemic, that when certain things <laughs> reopened, this was kind of like the the longest line they had seen for people filing for divorces? I'm just asking the question. Um, I, I thought that was part of something that came out. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it was just something um, I totally made up in my head. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about some different things that are going on inside of the world. Let's go in a little bit into the world of showbiz. We'll jump in, jump out, and jump around a little bit. So here we go. Former James Bond actor Pierce Brosnan has joined the flood of tributes to the wine of the true greatest of cinema, Sean Connery, saying the Scottish actor casts long shadow and sedemic splendor that will live on forever. Sir Sean Connery died on Saturday at the age of 90, as we discussed earlier. He was known for his portrayal of James Bond. The first to bring the role to the big screen and appearing on seven of the spy thrillers, Connery died peacefully in his sleep while in the Bahamas after being unwell for some time. According to his son, his acting career spanned five decades and won an Oscar in 1988 for his role in The Untouchables. Connery, other films include The Hunt for Red October, Highlander, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and The Rock. Our thoughts and prayers, of course, are with the family on what's going on there. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of the world. Lori has reported to federal prison in California to begin serving two-month sentence for her role in college admission scandal. She recently received permission to report to prison almost three weeks early and agreed not to seek early release on COVID-related grounds. According to the prosecutor in August, Lori was sentenced to two months and her fashion designer husband, got five months for paying $500,000 in bribes to get their two daughters into the University of Southern California as roaring recruits. So there you go, $500,000 to get your kids into USC, and it kind of backfired. So there you go. I don't know what's going to happen with that. That was an interesting news story when it actually came about and was making the, the, the sequences on the news. Anyways, let's talk about Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest avoided a health blunder and then paid it forward. Thankfully, he was able to celebrate Halloween with his co-star, Kelly Ripa, after missing work for two days while waiting COVID-19 results. After receiving a negative... He gifted several children around Los Angeles their own Halloween costumes ahead of the weekend, helping his kids from all different backgrounds to get spooky spirit. Seacrest took to social media and showed their smile 
and their costume faces. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. So if it, they were smiling in costume faces, does that mean that the costume consisted of a smile? I'm just asking because that would be the only thing that would make logical sense at the end of that story. Sasha Baron Cohen, the star of Borat's subsequent movie film, donated $100,000 to the Church of Women who believed that she was taking part of a documentary, but instead found that her, herself featured in the mockumentary comedy film. 62-year-old Genesee Jones... Genesee Jones was under the impression that she had been recruited for Epidesser's Missionary Baptist Church in Oklahoma City to mentor a teenager named Tutar, who came from the who came to the U.S. with her father from developing nation. She didn't find out until the film was released that Tutar was an actress, and the man who she believed was the girl's father was actually Sasha Baron Cohen. The church indicates that the money has been earmarked for community use. So there you go, some interesting stuff there for sure, for sure. So I don't know, kind of, it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy stuff, but hey, I don't know. I've, I've seen the first Borat movie. I have not watched the sequel. I guess at some point I'll watch it. I just don't know when I'm going to do it, but I will at some point. Anyways, let's continue real quick. Let's talk a little bit about more about Thanksgiving in Turkey. Scaled back Thanksgiving celebration in the U.S. spelled disasters for turkey farmers with officials warning against travel and large indoor gathering. Many groceries many grocers and suppliers are scrambling to figure out what people will want on their holiday tables. One stat shows that 43% of shoppers plan to celebrate Thanksgiving with one of these following households. On, so here you go. In one of the following households, I guess their own, that would be the kind of the number one. But an increase of predicted in-demand alternatives, including ham, pork roast, and seafood, plus plant-based meat. Walmart says that it will carry a plenty whole turkeys, but will offer more turkey breasts to accommodate shoppers who want to cook the whole bird. Some suppliers say that they've they've dedicated to the harvest some turkeys earlier this year in order to to offer smaller birds. So I guess that's something. So please tell me they they aren't harvesting the pumpkin pies too. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure because you know I, we have to have some pumpkin pies. I screwed up one year. Got a sweet potato pie instead. It still sucked. Less demand for turkeys. The farmers don't like it, but so far no complaint from the turkeys. Think about it that way. You know, think about several of them being pardoned this year. The good news, those who do buy full-size turkeys can expect even more leftovers. Because that's going to definitely be the case. Enjoy that one. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here we go. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because it's always interesting. Science say that they have discovered the gene that tells us when the time to pee. I'm not kidding. According to Scripps Researchers Institute, the study uncovered the gene known as Pizos O2 that likely responsible for the human urge to urinate. It apparently acts as at, um, at least two different types of cells by sensing when your bladder are so full that they need to be emptied. Yeah, don't you love how this is a new story for me to share with you? Uh, researchers say that the study shows that specific gene cells may may play critical roles in initiating the process. They found that mice, which do not have these genes, showed signs of not being able to recognize the urge to urinate. Ha! <laughs> Gee, 
that <laughs> that could cause the signs to be huh, well that's good to know um but the funny enough spotting <laughs> spotting a mouse still causes many people to pee so maybe the glands go off because the other thing that you're interacting with does not have it fortunately i don't need a gene to tell me when i need and when it's time to go do that i just need to lock the house and start up the car yeah that's when that happens. Anyway, some stuff to think about for sure as we talk about this. Anyways, let's talk about Greece fires because, you know, it's that time where we have to start talking about it. Forget the Christmas turkey. This holiday season, your house can once again smell like delicious bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. The Colonel has announced the return of the extra crispy fire log. In the U.S. for a limited time, that's right. You can get the KFC Herbs and Spice Fire Log from EnviroLog for just $19.99. The log is made of 100% recyclable and is designed to make your home smell like fried chicken. <laughs> but as good as a but as good as people as good, as good people at KFC also point out, it may also result in craving for fried chicken. And they warn users not to use not to put their faces directly next to the fire to smell the fried chicken because you know some asshole did that. Oh my god! Okay, so you'll wind up with an extra crispy nose if you end up doing that. That's something to think about. That's right. You can spend 20 bucks on a log to make your house smell like chicken or, you know, spend the same amount on a bucket of chicken and make that house smell like KFC plus you'll have chicken. I mean, maybe look at it that way. Nothing against the log, people. Please tell me that the chicken isn't also made out of 100% recycled material. I thought all meat was as of late. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it real quick as we've already talked about Sean Connery a couple of times. So who will be the next James Bond? Maybe that's the question. Sadly, the original 007 Sean Connery passed away over the weekend. While we continue to await the next Bond film, No Time to Die. Yeah, but you know. That nice little song from Billie Eilish. Um, Here is a look of potential successors to Daniel Craig. So here you go. Tom Hardy has the backing of the former Pierce Bronson's odds. Seven to four. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Richard Maiden, Game of Thrones, has apparently caught the eye of Bond producer Barbara Brockley. Odds? The the favorite? Uh, Three to one. So there you go. Harry Styles. Yeah, that guy. Durkin. Very, you know, very much an outsider, but Dirk, D- Dunkirk, sorry, director Chris Lola gets Bond gig. His chances could improve. 150 to 1. That's the odds there. Idris Elba, the Sony, the Sony hacker 2014. He has been running, had him in the running then. Odds are 6 to 1. Henry Cavill met his steel, lost it out to Daniel Craig last time because he was considered too young. Odds 10 to 1 there. And then Tom Hildeson, Thor, might be too big for the role. Plus, in 2018, he said, no one has ever talked to me about it. Odds, 5-1. to one. So who would you like to see the next Bond to be? I don't know. I've been reading reports for weeks now that the next Bond is going to be Tom Hardy. And just think about it. Bane. Bane is going to be the next potential James Bond. Talk about fire rising. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. 
Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Okay, Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross welcome their second child son named Ziggy. Wasn't that like a character? Like a cartoon or something? The couple revealed the new news on Instagram along with a photo of the newborn. Simpson and Ross also parent a daughter, and Simpson shares a son with ex-husband Pete Wentz. So there you go. Congratulations to them. Man, I haven't seen anything with Ashley Simpson in a while. Nothing against her. I remember years ago, wasn't it she like at the Miami Dolphins arena, whatever the hell it was called back then, and she got booed out of the building on Monday Night Football? After singing the national anthem, I thought that happened. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Whatever. Her, Jessica, haven't seen them in a long time. There's always a reason for everything. Anyways, let's go into the swamp and talk about what's going on there. Minnesota Senator and presidential uh, candidate also ran Amy Klobuchar. Stumped stumped for Joe Biden in green... Stopped and, and oh my god, I can't speak for Joe Biden in Green Bay, Wisconsin. While the event was before the Vikings tossed the Packers. Wait, hold on, hold on. While the event was before the Vikings and the and the Packers game, nonetheless wore purple and Viking scarf in front of a Wisconsin crowd in Green Bay on the day the Packers were playing the Vikings. Probably not the best idea. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there for sure. Uh, the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Editorial board endorsed President Trump this weekend for the first time they've titled towards a Republican since 1972. Despite his faults, the prospect of Biden-Harris agenda was too much. The Biden-Harris ticket offers higher taxes in a, na- what? in a nanny state that will bow to the bullies and then the woke up who tear down the history rather than learning from the history of building the country they write. Wow. That was all from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazetta. There you go, the editorial board. Wow. In Pennsylvania Sunday, Joe Biden wanted the crowd to know that he basic that he's basically from the state. He said that he was often referred to as Pennsylvania third senator while excuse me, while serving for Delaware. He also touted that his wife, Jill, is a Philly girl. He said, by the way, I got my Eagles jacket on. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there going on i don't know why do we talk about this stuff okay once again let me not forget tomorrow don and joe or joey and donald or donnie or whatever the hell i was calling them last week are going to be in a race for the presidency of the united states i'm tired of talking about it i'm sure tomorrow will be pretty big in regards to what's going on but hey whatever Important part, vote. If I didn't tell you about the first important part, let me tell you about the second one. Vote. Uh, Number three, it doesn't matter who you vote for, just do it. That's the important part. That's the important part there. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing today. Tuesday's drawing will be for $129 million jackpot or $99.5 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $137 million jackpot or $106 million cash payout. 
So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on in that time of the woods. Um, so there you go. If you're interested in playing, you can go play, 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 play. Let's talk about the box office because, you know, we did, haven't had a box office. It keeps on going up, down, and all over around. So let me tell you the top 10 movies in the box office over the weekend. The New Mutants made $145,000 at number 10. The Spell, number 9, made $210,000. Did I say million on the other one? Because I meant thousand. Um, that was The Spell. That was number nine. Monsters, Inc., a re-release, made $232,000. And number eight, number seven, The Nightmare Before Christmas, re-release, $386,000. Number six, Hocus Pocus, $456,000 as a re-release. The Empty Man, $561,000. At number five, Tenet, made $885,000 this week. The War with Grandpa, at number three, made $1.1 million. Number two, Honest Thief made $1.4 million. And at the number one spot this week, Come Play made $3.2 million and was ranking it in on the box office because $3.2 million now is raking it in when it comes to the box office. Believe that. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of this world. Let's talk about some different things going on, and let's talk about the world of sports for a moment because I think that this is going to be important. So here you go. Pittsburgh Steelers remain undefeated after narrowing beating the Baltimore Ravens 28-24 on Sunday. The game went back and forth with an early pick of six by the Steelers. Ravens quarterback threw a touchdown the next drive in the game. With the win, the Steelers take control of the AFC North. So that's important to you. Hopefully that will bring you some good news if that's something you care about. If you don't care about it, well, tough shit. We've already moved on from it. Here we go. Let's talk about some things that occurred on this date back a few years ago. So back in the year 2000, the first short-term resident of the International Space Center enters the orbiting capsule. One American and two Russians began the four-month mission. They were running on limited power and living out only in two rooms. In December, Shuttle Endeavor would arrive carrying a full solar panel in order to allow expansion in full power. So just one solar panel? God, that must be nice. I wish I only had one solar panel. I have um a few more than that, just to say. Just a few more. <sighs> what was I thinking? What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Nelly, rapper, turns 46. David Schwimmer, yeah, from Friends, turns 54. K.D. Lang, singer-songwriter, turns 59. And Pat Buchanan, yeah, former GOP presidential candidate. You ready for this? Turns 82 today. I guess I should have recognized that from watching the, sh- the stuff that I was watching over the weekend about the previous election, that how old he is. Anyways, let's talk about some stuff about did you know, so let's talk about it. Paris traffic was brought to a standstill late last week when the record-breaking traffic jam was seen s- snaking through the city hours before France entered its second coronavirus lockdown. Figures from the official traffic monitoring website, Citanian 
showed that there was about that the line reached about 436 miles or 706 kilometers, breaking the previous record of 391 miles or 629 kilometers, which occurred last December amid public transport strikes. I knew I should have sprung for the potty option when I bought this car. That's something to think about. That makes my whole other story about stuff connecting. Um, important right now. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts because, you know, it is that time that we have to talk about them. So let's talk about them real quick. Mustaches are hotbeds for bacteria because the moist air leaving the body through the nose and the mouth. Yummy. <laughs> A study found that more common bearded men are less attractive, have or less, the less attractive beards become to women. A study found that more common bearded men are the less attractive beards become to women. A wow, I can't, how come this is not making sense? A study found more common bearded men are the less attractive beards to be, beards to become to women. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I just don't get it. That's okay. That's okay. Sideburns are named after the American Civil, Civil War General, General Burnside. So why are they called sideburns? Um, who had huge sideburns connected to a mustache. Well, there you go. There's my answer. In the 17th century, Russia, <laughs> you could be taxed 100 rubles a year for having a beard. Got that shit then. Um, if, you were put, <laughs> if you were to put a razor at the top of... If you were to put a razor and stop shaving, the beard would grow through approximately 27.5 feet if you're a male. And the name Chewbacca is a derived from the word sabaka, which means dog in Russian. So there you go. Did not know that. Now you know. And I don't know if that has made us any smarter for knowing this tidbit of information. So let me give you some let me give you some information here, some fake daylight saving time facts. You know, everybody needs to know these. Think about it. Farmers were required to set the roosters back before going to sleep on Saturday night. On Sunday morning, everyone woke up feeling super refreshed. It will it was invented to ensure people change the batteries of their smoke alarms. When you put back your clocks, you legally required to repeat everything you did or said in the previous hour. The hours taken away from the spring are stored in a secret government facility and eventually used up for covert purposes. You collect a 4.5 interest on all daylight saved. Daylight savings was invented by the father times evil twin brother, father never on time. You can't be arrested for anything illegal you could, you could do in an hour as the clocks go back because it hasn't happened yet. That almost sounds like um, the purge. <laughs> uh, south of the equator is known for the nightlight savings time. It is vital to farming. It's daylight savings time. It's daylight savings, not saving. <laughs> When you get the when you when the clock goes back, your kids always sleep in, allowing you an extra hour of sleep. Okay, you know that's a bunch of horseshit. Oops. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's give you some slices of crap for today for you to enjoy. Drake has now more charting singles. Now more charting singles than Taylor Swift, Elvis Presley, Kanye Kanye West, <laughs> Justin Bieber, and the Beatles with 208th. Be sure to rely on the news to your dad, to relay the news to your dad the next time they want a four-hour lecture on the downfall of Western civilization. Music nowadays sucks. Make sure you let them know about Drake. Anyways, let's continue. As you know, Blake Sheldon and Gwen Stefani are now engaged. Few details are known other than her dress will be white, his tux will be black, and their marriage will be short. Wow. Rough stuff there. Rob Snyder turned 57 on Saturday as the long, long as Adam Sandler keeps making corny comedy flicks, every day is Rob Snyder's birthday. Bella Thorne dressed a little red riding hood for Halloween. It's the first time an, an innocent young girl costume made someone less innocent. Saturday was Halloween, but many parties and get-togethers were canceled due to the pandemic. I know. The only naughty Halloween costume I saw was... <laughs> Slutty Chiawati. The one hand, one hand in the trick-or-treat bag and the other one down his pants. So there you go. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so if you need some trivia for today, give this one a try. Go out there and try this. Ask these following questions. Which of these animals does not appear in the Chinese zodiac? Bear, rabbit, dragon, or dog? The correct answer, bear. How many dots are there on two Dice. How many dots are there on two dice? 21, 22, 42, 127. Correct answer, 42. In the nursery rhyme, how many blackbirds were baked in a pie? 8, 14, 24, a six-pack. Correct answer, 24. So there you go. That's some answers for you, some of the stuff that's going on today. Anyways, let's talk about my friends real quick. At the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're struggling with any signs of depression or thoughts of committing suicide, there's a phone number you can call talk to some people. That is 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for you, just in case if you need someone to speak with. If you don't actually want to go there and hang out on the website or go there and give a call, you can actually go to the website where there is a messenger right there. And you can do that on suicidepreventionlifeline.org. If you don't want to do either of those two options, you can take a read at some information found on to write love on her arms. That's T-W-L-O-H-A.com for more information if you're interested in finding out. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. Let me give you a random joke for today if you need something to say. As a joke, here's something you can start off a conversation with. Here you go. I can't believe that some people won't eat the crust like it's part of the food. It's fantastic, even if it doesn't taste like the rest of the watermelon. If you need something to start a phone call with, ask this. What supposed fun thing will you never do again? If you need a conversation question, here you go. Something to ask right next to the water cooler. According to a survey, the average man has 11 of these, and the average woman has five. What is it? It's hats, just in case if you weren't sure. So that's some stuff that you can mention if you need to mention some stuff. 
and have some conversation next to the water cooler. Anyways, let me tell you about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. If you want to go out there and do that, today is National Deviled Egg Day, National Ohio Day, Color of the World Orange Day, Job Action Day, Traffic Directors Day, and Recreation Day. So there you go. Some interesting stuff that you can practice, study, do whatever the hell you want. That's for sure. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show directly on Safety FM, home of Real Safety Talk. Anyways, before we get to the very end and the conclusion, if I need something to give you to think about today, think about this. Don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. Some people tend to forget that. Sometimes you will have to be, you cannot be afraid of giving up the good to get to the great. Don't forget that because that's extremely important. Sometimes people don't talk about it, but it needs to be talked about. Yeah, I know. Kind of different perspective, but something to think about. That's for sure. Anyway, so a lot of things always going on here at Safety FM. Come hang out at the website. Always see what's going on. If you haven't signed up for our exclusive mailer, do so. We'll get you some information as things come about and about and about and change. Always interesting times. Let's hang out again and do this tomorrow on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, that election day thing. We'll definitely talk about what's going on. And anyways, thank you for taking a listen to all the different shows that we always have here on Safety FM, on the radio network, on the podcast network, and whatever other kind of network we have always coming in the near future because you never know around here. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. Anyways, Safety FM is the home of Real Safety Talk. We have been broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Here's the important part. I know who you are. You know who I am. I definitely love you. I really do. And I mean that as I say that. And goodbye and enjoy the rest of your day. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.